Today's podcast is presented to you by Pastor Shelley Swan of Faith Christian Family Church in Lubbock, Texas. For more information, please visit faithchurchlubbock.com. All right, so you got your handout. We're going to get ready. We're going to go over um, a few things in there. Okay, remember we're going to lay our groundwork, what we talked about last week. Why study personality styles? There's going to be screens up here that go along with each one of these. Because God's greatest gifts are people and relationships. Don't ever put things above people and relationships. Amen? People are always first. And this church thoroughly believes that. If we have to go with, you know, a system being right or leaning toward people, we always lean toward people. We like our systems and we like people to do, you know, how we have it planned we always lean toward people. Second thing, by understanding ourselves, we can maximize our strengths and minimize our weaknesses when we understand ourselves. And we're going to go over each one of those areas for the personality styles. Also, we'll be better, we'll be able to understand others better and improve our relationships with all kinds of people. And our key scripture for this is John 13. 34 and 35, and it says, A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this love that you're showing, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Any of y'all ever met someone that was hard to love? You really didn't like them, much less love them? You know, the world is watching Christians and how we treat each other. They're watching. And a lot of the people that are not believers, they're watching our lives. And how we treat others at Walmart, how we treat others in the school parking lot, how we treat others at our job, how we treat our children when we think no one is listening. Those unbelievers are watching. And they are looking at our love walk. And understanding people will draw unbelievers to us, which ultimately we can tell them it's Christ. Amen? That's what we want to make Christ be made known through our lives and how we love one another. So we're going to learn how to do that. Okay? Four contributing factors to your behavioral style. Notice this is all at the top of your paper. Okay? So I'm giving you the review. Okay? We're reviewing right now. First... Um, factor in your behavioral style is heredity or genetics, how you were born, okay, how God made you. Basic. Number two, the role models that were in your life generally up to age 12. This is why they tell you children are so impressionable. They say they're going to do what you do, not necessarily what you say. Because we may say a lot of things, but they're watching our walk, right? So your role models generally up to age 12. Number three contributing factor is experiences after the age of eight. We, they have determined that about the age of eight, your experiences really shape you. This is why you probably meet a lot of people who are very immature emotionally. 
A lot of times there was a traumatic experience that happened to them in those formative years. Eight to their early teen years especially are very, very formative. And if abuse or rejection, things happen, it can change us and change our style and how we act. Okay? So it's not just how God made you. It's not just your role models. It's also your experiences. But thank God for number four is if we have Jesus as Lord of our life, we have the Holy Spirit living in us and helping us. So as we go through and learn about each one of the personality styles, you're going to see there's some strengths, there's some weaknesses. And thank God the Holy Spirit comes along. He is our helper. He is our strengthener. And where we're weak, He is strong. Amen? In us. So as we go through and look at that, remember, the Holy Spirit can help you. He can help you overcome those other things. Two things up above there. You can't change how God made you. Okay? We're going to go on. These are our other basics. Foundation. People with similar styles tend to exhibit behaviors in ways common to that style. So when I talk about tonight, our S personality, if you fall in that category, you're going to have some characteristics, some uh, behaviors that are pretty general. Okay? Doesn't mean you're going to be exactly like another S personality. But we can make some general statements. Second thing, people have different styles in different places, such as home, office, friends, church, community. Where did I tell you last week, those of you that were here, we took the test and I said, use this setting. Do you all remember? I said home. But you can also go back And do it if you want to do it at work. Because how many of you have to act a little different than you are at home at work? Yes. Some of you that are the boss, you may be really laid back at home and really passive, but you don't have that option at work. Some of you may have to be really laid back at work. You get that, get to do that. But at home, you have to take charge. And so in each setting you can have a little bit different personality styles, okay? Third thing, people are different, but they are predictably different. So these differences that we're going to see, they're they're pretty predictable according to each one of the personality styles. There are no good or bad personality styles. So as we go through, I don't want you to think, man, I want to be the D. I want to be the S. That sounds really cool. You don't get to choose what you are. God made you. Okay? And the next one, you cannot change who God made you. God has made you exactly the way he wanted to, and he loves you exactly the way that you are. Amen? Psalm 139, 14 says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And I've given you two other translations there. Let's go. So turn your paper over. We're ready to start filling in. We're going to start with this side first, this graph, okay? Tonight is the S 
So we're going to be filling out this bottom right quadrant of your paper right here. Okay? So we're going to go through and look at the S personality, the percentage. Okay? There's a percent right there. The percentage of the population that are the S. You might wonder, why am I starting with the third one? Is it not working, Matt? Great. <laughs> okay, y'all are going to have to really listen, and I've got a copy if you can't get it, okay? Um, Matt, it's in my Dropbox. I don't know if you can, you can open that. Okay, we're going to work on technology back here. Don't we love it? Pastor Oscar went out of town yesterday and loaded it, and we thought it was all good. But that's okay. So you see your paper? 69% of the population are S personality. So fill in 69. You're in the S quadrant. So this bottom right quadrant, everybody see that? Put 69%. So you're going to be dealing with a lot of S personalities. So we really need to understand this personality style. The majority of the people you meet, the majority of the people in here are going to be S personalities. Okay? Then I want you to fill in on your graph. Here's some, and you're just going to fill this in anywhere on here. I'm going to give you some characteristics. Y'all just ignore them. They're, they're working. Okay? Good listener. They are a good listener. They are a team player. These aren't up here yet. You just listen and write. They are a team player. They are predictable. They are loyal. So we have good listener, team player, predictable, Loyal, have y'all heard Pastor Stormy? He, he, I think I heard he said at the men's advance, he, he has a big thing on loyalty because he is an S personality. Okay? He doesn't seem that way so much in his role here at the church because, again, in this setting he has to be a little bit more bold. But he's an S personality. That is his main style. Okay? They are sympathetic. So when someone tells them a story, their heart goes out. They're very sympathetic toward people. And they resist change. Resist change. Uh, we're not there. I guess we can go there. We're not quite there yet. This is a little bit different what I'm doing. Is there one? Can you go one screen? Yay, we have it. All right. So, I am in that top part. See, S's are good listeners, team players, predictable, loyal, sympathetic, and they resist change. They are, they very much. So, if you're trying to move fast and change things, the S is going to back off and slow things down. They don't like change. They like things the way they are. Okay, so if you're one that likes a lot of change and your spouse or your friend or your kids are really slow and they can't change that fast, they're an S personality. Okay, 
In the other two personality models that we talked about last week, they can also, this style can also be called phlegmatic, okay? That was Hippocrates many, many, many years ago. And the spelling's right there, phlegmatic. And another uh, option, they, they have animals that go along with it. It's also called the golden retriever. Golden retriever, think about how they are. They're so loyal. They're so kind. They are so sympathetic. They love, okay? The, they love, guess what an S loves? They love security. Love security. They need security in their life. You know how little kids, what do they call that little blanket? Security blanket. It makes them feel secure and safe. An S personality loves to feel safe and secure. Their greatest fear, this is good, greatest fear, loss of security. That's the greatest fear of an S, loss of security. So your quadrant should be filled out. You're going to get the answers for each one of these quadrants every week so you can kind of compare. Now, I want you to look also on this before we go on. Look at this line up the middle, up and down. It says product-oriented at the top and active. And if you go down this line, it says passive and process-oriented. Okay? The higher your S is on your graph of your test, the more passive you're going to be. Okay? The more passive. You're not going to be out there taking charge. The lower your S, you're going to be a little more aggressive. And there's variations of the S personality. You're not all going to look alike. Also, if you look at this line that goes across... It says task-oriented over on the D.C. side, and on this side, it says people-oriented. The higher your S, the more people-oriented you are. The lower your S goes, the less people-oriented and the more task-oriented you are. And a lot of this depends on the other blend of personality style that you are, okay? I see Monica's got her test from last week out. If I were you, I would recommend you bringing that because you can refer to it back and forth. Okay? So let's go to the next screen here. We're going to talk about the strengths of the S personality. And I gave you some of these. They're going to be up here. Good listener. They are the best listeners. And those of you that like to talk... God usually puts you with this personality style to balance you out. You, one of you may be talk, talk, talking, and they're like, mm-hmm. The S is a good listener. Thank God. Because if you had too many of the talkers, okay, you're, sometimes your ear would be laying over limp. You need the people that listen. They're team players, Thank you, God, that you made 69% of our population S because they are good team players. If you have too many chiefs and not enough Indians, okay, too many bosses, 
Nothing gets accomplished, right? S's are team players. They are predictable. They do things the same way over and over and over. They like it that way. When they go to a restaurant, I'm going to Texas Roadhouse, I always get the six-ounce sirloin, medium well, Cajun, blackened, baked potato, butter only, salad, no eggs, tomatoes on the side for my granddaughter, no croutons. They like things the same. They're very predictable. Y'all are laughing, some of you. Okay, they are loyal and faithful. They are sympathetic. They are calm. Thank God. Again, 69%. So they're calm. Some of the other personality styles, myself included, could be a little, okay, we're a little excitable. I was a little excited before the service. Printers wouldn't work. We were having all kinds of drama. And I can be a little excitable. But thank God for the S personalities. They're calm. Okay, those of you that are that way, hope that you marry. Or if you're not married, look for the opposite personality to balance you out. They are consistent. S's are dependable. Again, God knew what he was doing, making the majority of people S's. They are stable and steady. Stable and steady, they are patient, and they are easygoing. Patient and easygoing. I want you to look at the note on the side of the strengths. Any strength overused, guess what happens? It then reverts to the other column and becomes a weakness. Okay, let's think about that. You are so easygoing, that's a really good thing. But what happens when a situation comes up that you need to deal with, and you're just like, nah, doesn't matter. Some things do matter. Okay, and your easygoingness that is a very good strength, if it gets too much, it can then become a weakness. <laughs> okay, everybody understand that? Okay, let's go to the weaknesses then. Let's see what the weaknesses of the S personality style are. The first one resists change. They do not like change. These are the people that live in the same home for 25 years And it's the same home that they grew up in that was their parents, that their grandparents own. And, of course, they marry the person that can't stand it. And they're like, I want new. I want something different. No, we like the way it is. They resist change. They are indecisive. Because they're so easygoing, it's hard to make a decision. You ever gone out to eat with an S? Where do you want to go? I don't care. Where would you like to go? I don't care. Where would you like to go? Wherever you like. I always just have a list in my mind because my husband, he really doesn't care. He really doesn't. For a long time, I thought he did it to irritate me. 
And when I learned about the S, I was like, he really doesn't care. That's it. He's not just doing this to irritate me. They are sensitive, which could be a very good strength. But if you remember Sunday, Pastor talked about being offended. And he said some people are so offended that when you just barely brush up against them, they're like, oh, you offended me. They're so sensitive you walk on eggshells because you never know if you're going to hurt their feelings. Okay? They, are, they can be too passive. Note, some people, remember that, you probably heard psychologists talk about it, they are passive-aggressive. That means that when they are pushed so far, an S-personality takes it and takes it and takes it and takes it. But let me tell you, when that line is crossed, it's like a volcano erupting and they blow up way beyond what the situation calls for because they have taken it. And taken it, and taken it, and taken it for so long. And then the littlest thing, they blow. And you're like, what in the world? What caused this? But again, this can be a weakness. Again, they can be too passive to the point of not standing up for themselves. You should not be a doormat for other people to walk all over you. And a weakness of this personality style is that they do this. If you have children, you should not be too passive. On a daily basis, I talk to parents. This is the basis of the book Boundaries, which I give away hundreds of copies. Is you don't let, you should not let people take advantage of you. And you don't just keep enabling your kids and enabling them because you're so passive and you don't want to confront them. And then they grow up to be very, very self-centered. Okay? The next one, they lack drive. They're not really motivated to do much. They can be compromising because, again, if they're not real strong... They can just, okay, well, whatever. These are the people in high school that their friends would say, let's go out and smoke a joint. And they're like, okay, whatever. Okay, they're, they're passive. They're compromising. Another weakness, non-confrontational. And again, I am not calling you names, so y'all put your rocks down, all you S's. Please don't attack me, okay? I'm just telling you that these are the general weaknesses of this personality style. The next one is they can be stubborn. Remember that whole resisting change? When an S puts their foot down and locks into whatever they're not going to do, They're not going to do it. And they can be very, very stubborn. They can be timid. The next weakness, being timid. Unambitious and unassertive. Those are big words. You can look up here and spell them. Thank God we got the PowerPoint going. The spelling's up there. And I'll have my paper if you miss any of these. 
You can come up and look at my paper and get the answers when we're done, especially those of you that are the C personalities. You need yours perfectly filled out and spelled right. Okay, so you can come look at mine when it's over. So remember those weaknesses, who can help us with those? The Holy Spirit. So it's not like you give up and say, well, forget it. I'm just going to be passive all my life. I'm going to be compromising. No, the Holy Spirit can rise up in you and help you to overcome that. All right. The next section of your paper, the S personality basic tendencies. They are slower paced and people oriented. This is S personality, your basic tendencies. Do you see that there? Down at the bottom, the first little star thing. Write it beside it. Basic tendencies. They are slower paced and more people oriented. With communication, this is the next line. They like two-way communication. They don't want to just listen, okay? They like it to be two-way. They do like to listen But they also want you uh, to listen as well. They are the best listener, we said. And they give empathetic feedback. I'll tell you what that means. Empathetic feedback. Empathetic means they are sympathizing with you. Remember we talked about that they are sympathetic. They can, they can relate to your feelings. All right? The next one, their greatest fear. We put that down already, but you need to remember that. It is loss of stability. You know what a greatest fear would look like in someone's life? It looks like that big button that you can go and push if you want to get a bad reaction out of them. And you are wrong if you play on that. To me, that would be, I would call that sin. You have to call it what you want. But if I know my husband's greatest fear is loss of stability, and I purposely go in thinking I'm going to make things unstable just to shake him up, I would be acting in sin. Because now I know what his greatest fear is. And we're going to talk about the greatest fear of the four personality styles. Stay away From their greatest fear. Stay away. Don't push that button. Because there will be consequences if you do. The last one. Under pressure. What does an S do? A big word. Acquiesces. That means they just give in. They're like, okay, you got it. Acquiesces. They tolerate. And they comply. For a period. But remember that volcano. It can erupt. All right, the next line of the S personality. They're in decision making. They are relational. And trust, the S personality trusts in others. They want a relationship. They want to make decisions together. They don't want to do it alone. They like to do it together. Their greatest need. If you know an S personality or you are one, here's your greatest needs. Stability. They need time to adjust to changes. 
They need sincere appreciation. So if you know what they need and you meet those needs, you are doing good. In our marriage class this past month, and many of you have gone through this marriage curriculum, they talk about how, and imagine you and your spouse, okay? If Lorraine was my spouse here, and I have the tools. Imagine if these are spoons, and I, there's food laying in front of us, but Lorraine has no spoon. She has no way to eat it. I have the tools. I can give her the food and meet that greatest need in her life. Whoever the S's are in your life, the S personalities, if you do these things, if you give them their greatest needs, you are feeding them. They can't do it themselves. The people that they're in relationship with provide this for them. Now, they're going to try and they're going to do that, but we're all in relationship with each other. Okay? We need each other. So, meet their greatest needs. And this is so interesting, this last one. How does an S personality recharge? Nothing time. Here's what that looks like. When an S personality goes to watch TV and they flip through the channels and they flip through the channels and they flip through the channels and their spouse, who's an opposite personality, walks in and is like, what are you watching? Nothing. And they're like, what do you mean nothing? Put it on one thing. Which one are we going to watch? Quit changing it on the, the commercials. The S is recharging. That's nothing time. Another, again, you go to an S personality, and they're just kind of sitting. You think, you know, daydreaming, and you're like, what are you thinking about? Honey, what are you thinking about? And they say, nothing. You're like, I know you're thinking about something. If they're an S personality, really, they're not. Okay? They're really not. They're recharging. And if they don't have that nothing time, if you're the active one and you've got them running around to social events and they're having to think and work and do everything, they're going to be emotionally drained. And some of you have probably wondered, why are they acting like that? It's because they haven't had time to recharge. And everybody needs that recharging time. Okay? Let's go on. You have one more blank. Is that right? Two more blanks. All right. Key scriptures for S personalities. Romans 15:13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That just sounds like an S. That would be like their motto. Let's just have hope and peace and joy because an S, they're just happy. Okay, the next one, Ephesians 3.12. This would be a good scripture to quote over yourself if you're an S. Because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. We don't have to be timid. We don't have to be passive. We can boldly come in and ask God for what we need. 
We don't have to think, well, God loves everybody else, but not little old me. Good scripture. And the last one, Romans 12, 3. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. And S, that's like a life motto. They really don't think of themselves better than themselves. They just, they, they think everybody's great. All right? If you're an S, this is our last thing, right? Personal growth areas. So, if you are an S, how many of you think you're an S? Raise your hand. And it should be a lot of you. Or you have S as one of your highest uh, styles. Raise your hand again. Okay, I think that's probably right. So here's your growth areas. You know what growth areas are? Things we need to work on. Okay? First one, be more open to change. (laughs) Because you resist change so much, be more open to it. When your spouse says, let's... Go to the movies, and you're like, but it's Friday night, and we always watch Dancing to the Stars with Friday night at 8 o'clock, and I sit in my recliner, and I eat microwave popcorn, and I have my Dr. Pepper. Be open, okay, to change. Second thing, be more direct in your interactions. Be more direct in your interactions. If you're an S, you know what drives the other personality styles crazy? When you are not specific and you're not direct. Have any of you ever had a boss that went in and corrected everyone, everyone, and it was only one person doing something wrong? Because they couldn't be direct. We need, if you're an S personality, work on That doesn't mean be ugly. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, say it more direct. And S, how I look at it, there's, their whole world is kind of like gray area. Everything's fine. Everything's good. The D, we're going to find out, are completely black and white. And there is no gray area. So an S dealing with the D, if the S is so non-direct, it drives them crazy. Third one, focus on overall goals of the team rather than specific procedures. Focus on overall goals of the team rather than specific procedures. Don't get hung up on one thing. If an S goes to clean the kitchen, they notice that the spices are all mixed up. And they instead of cleaning the kitchen, there's a huge mess everywhere. And their spouse comes in and is like, I thought you were going to clean the kitchen. Well, I am, but the spices, need, you know, they needed my attention. Okay? Focus on the overall goals. De- deal with confrontation constructively. Deal with confrontation constructively. Everyone has to have confrontation. It's just a fact of life. But deal with it constructively. Don't take it so personally. Don't think it's the end of the world. Don't be the volcano that blows up, okay? Deal with confrontation constructively. Develop more flexibility. 
This is a good thing for an S. Develop more flexibility. Be more flexible with what you do. Increase pace to accomplish goals. Increase your pace to accomplish goals. Go a little faster at things. Okay? Show more initiative. So at work, we're going to, what's an example of that at work? There's a new, new thing that needs to be done instead of just sitting back waiting like, oh, yeah, somebody ought to do that. That's a great idea. Be like, okay, I'll do that. Show more initiative. And those that are bosses say, amen, that would be great. Uh, and the last one, work at expressing your thoughts, opinions, and feelings. Work at expressing your thoughts, your opinions, And your feelings, because you are so laid back, a lot of times S's don't express themselves well enough. And when you are in a relationship, especially husbands and wives, especially husbands, because men tend to be not as verbal anyway, you need to work at that. Work at expressing your feelings. If you're an S parent... Express your feelings for your kids. Do not just assume people know how you feel. Be more verbal. Be more open about your feelings. Okay? S's, do you all still love me? Yes? Okay, thank you. Let me pray before we end. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you that you've made us so wonderful. So complex, God. You made us so different, God, but we're all made in your image. Father, we commit our lives to you, Lord, and we ask that you work in each one of our hearts, Lord. Strengthen us, Lord, in whatever weaknesses that we face. Holy Spirit, come and be the strength of our life. Help us to grow, God, so we can touch more people for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For more information, visit faithchurchlubbock.com.